This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having from Orange County, Cam Primo Fitness USA, an Aussie entering the world of used equipment, refurb, <laughs> and anything else you need. Call hey in. guys, how are you? Great to, to you, great to be uh, great to be here, and appreciate you including me. Awesome. So, um, you know, a lot of the uh, listeners here are either health club operators, fitness studio operators, entrepreneurs getting into the space, uh, some private equity groups that have uh, assets that are in the uh, in the branded health club multi-regional channel. So give us a uh, little commercial first on the business, and then we'll talk about how you got into this and why you're the go-to guy. So, um, Primo Fitness have been around for about 20 years now, based in uh, the middle of, uh, right in the middle between San Diego and Los Angeles. It's, a, it's an area called Orange County, Santa Ana. And um, they've grown tremendously over the years, starting out in a small garage, then a factory, then a bigger factory, and just uh, outgrew. And um, so they're specialized in refurbished equipment, remanufactured equipment. And um, so shipping equipment all over the world in containers, um, interstate, state to state. Uh, we do a lot with LA Fitness right now, of course, with what they're going through, Planet Fitness, clubs and gyms, country clubs, medical, a lot of residential home, gated communities, um, whether they need you know, new or used, depending on their budget. We've got reps sprinkled throughout the country. Um, we do actually do a lot over the border in Mexico, a lot of business we, we do right here. And uh, we've got the, the, the nice luxury and freedom of representing multiple brands. So clients, customers are not locked into, um, you know, to one type, one brand, you know, different movements. Some people might like certain types of machines, the way they function and move and the way they look and build. And, and, and again, some of them may not have the money to buy new. So we've got great refurbished and remanufactured equipment available to them and a 25,000 foot square showroom. Um, that they can come in and try it out, get on it, try it for size, and um, you know, see if they like it. We've got a 30-day return if folks want to try out a bike or a step or climbing, any sort of a cardio equipment. Usually, they, uh, they, they, they like it. Sometimes, only because of the size, they might have miscalculated the size of the garage or the room, and they might want to return it for a smaller piece. When you look at, uh, Cam, the business cycles – and you see we're potentially going into a bit of a downturn here or a reboot. You know, what is, what, what, from your, you know, past experiences, what have you seen as opportunities either for companies potentially selling some equipment and making new, you know, use of the space in other ways to try and free up some capital? Um, do you see new groups that are coming up saying, hey, I'll buy refurb because it really is just as good as new after it comes out of, you know, a, a refurb side on your end. So, you know, what, what do you forecast over the next couple of years related to yeah, I mean, behavior? Really, my heart, my heart breaks, firstly, for those who are suffering through this that have um, worked tirelessly to build up a business and now they've been, uh, you know, just intercepted by this. And um, it's unfortunate, it is. Uh, I've looked at, I've gone in and looked at a lot of the gyms and some of the uh, adjustments they've made with distancing of equipment and all of that you know, talking to some experts like you, similar guys in the business, it could be 30 to 40% of people may not come back to the gyms. 
a heck of a lot of people have purchased equipment from suppliers like us and they've set up their own gyms and they've taken the trainers from the clubs to the home and smart trainers have set up their own gyms at home and created their own little gym. So you've got to be creative. You've got to be on your toes right now. I think a heck of a lot is going to go into virtual, small studio stuff, one and two small group training. Big box is going to be, unfortunately, you know, struggling, I think, with a massive overhead, not being able to keep the numbers. You know, man, I mean, Peloton and, and the Mirror and these, these companies, their timing was perfect. You know, their timing yeah. was absolutely perfect. Um, they almost had a crystal ball, but they are going to continue to do well. And it makes sense um, to people who are, you know, real, very sensitive and probably uh, a little bit afraid of the unknown of the gym environment, um, saving money too. But, you know, gee, it's almost like the 80s a little bit, that home gym resurgence with uh, a couple of those guys who are dancing around there doing commercials. Um, yeah, Billy Blanks Richard, and... Uh, Richard Simmons and... Uh, you know, the other guy with the curly hair, uh, body, by, body by Jesse or Jerry or something, but... Body um, by Jake, yeah. Jake, that's right. Anyway, yeah. you know, I don't, I, I don't have a crystal ball, but I, I think vertical markets like the, um, the gated communities, residential, high-rise, they're going to bolster their gyms and make it even more attractive for their residents yeah. and make the amenities better for them. That's absolutely going to happen. And um, hotels are going to be probably fairly strong category too, you know. One of the most important things people ask when they book into a hotel, hey, you know, what about your pool? What about your gym and your spa? And that's sure. going to be something I think, you know, slowly they'll start to improve their offerings at the hotels. Yeah, You know, I don't know. I just think it might be going that way because <clears throat> one side's going to suffer. Got it. So when you take a look at, you know, your, your commercial and your residential, are you finding that a lot of people are now giving, you think they're giving up their health club membership? One of the things we've been trying to think through is the clubs that do survive and they figure out, all right, let me get enough of a digital presence where, you know, they can partner with someone like you and, you know, it's 29 bucks if you want to join the club and it's, 99 bucks if you want a piece of equipment at home also that they'll either work out a finance deal with you or, you know, they'll pay for the piece of equipment and give it to the member, whatever kind of model works there. Do you see, you know, the commercial clubs becoming almost like a distribution point for you in the future if they thought about their business differently? Wow. Um, so, so there's the relationship and trust factor with the member and the owner of the gym. So if it, you know, if he wants to get into the equipment selling renting business, the, some of them are the, the spin studios are renting out their bikes to their members, right. right? Because they've had to cut it back so half and, you know, yoga, I don't know how yoga is going to survive, although they have a very little overhead. Um, I mean, it's, 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 it, I'm sure some guys are going to have to diversify and, 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 and uh, get creative and think about what they're going to do with their equipment. <laughs> And they already are loaning out, renting out, um, getting rid of, putting it in storage, all mm -hmm. sorts of things. But that doesn't have a lot of longevity for someone who, you know, they're going to have to try and compete against guys like us and all the other uh, manufacturers and used guys and refurb guys because it's a big volume business. I mean, it's, you know, it's not big margins. And the work mm -hmm. that we have to put into to 
get that piece of equipment back up to scratch, the extraction, the time, you know, the insurance, the trucks, all of that stuff. And then taking the chance on a piece of equipment, you know, is, is a bit of a gamble sometimes. Yeah. So you're like a modern day, uh, trader is a part of your business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is. And you've got to have a keen eye to know, you know, you're looking at something and going, that's desirable or not. You know, that's, that's a $75 bike right there, you know, and we might, we might get, move it for 125 or 150, you know, I mean, what's the mm-hmm. point, you know, what's the point of that? Really? You've got to, you've got to say no to some stuff because it's just not worth putting the money into like an old car, an old truck, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a gamble sometimes. So, I mean, how, how good is the $150 bike that, you know, after you refurb it for me? Right. Exactly. Is it worth but, 175, 180? Well, you, remember we bought it for maybe 50 or 75 and then we'll try and, you know, we'll try and sell it for 150, 175. Um, and, but, but, you know, they'll only get 30 days or they just buy it as is. They buy it as is, they walk out, they take the chance, just like the old car on the lot, you know, the old, the old car, the beta car, yeah. and hey, it's yours. We don't want to hear, you know, I mean, it's, it's yours, right? You're taking it as is. And that's, as you know, is we, don't where do, it's. we don't do that much, but it's just <laughs> people who are just really nickel and diamond and don't want to spend any money, but have to have something now. So, you know, as, as you look at your business, you know, give, give us a little background on how you, you said you started out of a garage mm. you're not, and you're not, and you grow up here. So what, what, what to this, uh, this, well, this um, capitalism? Yeah. Me, me personally, I, I, um, had a background in Australia playing professional Australian rules football. So, you know, that was, I'm 54. So we trained a little differently back then, you know, when we played multiple sports which was great for me to be able to understand movement and function and balance and coordination, running and catching, jumping, climbing, all that sort of stuff you get from playing multiple sports. So that transitioned into coaching, into coaching athletes and blah, blah, blah. And then got into the equipment business. And, um, you know, Leo, Leo, the owner of the company is, um, he's the, he's the founder of Primo. And um, he's really the guy that started out of the garage and then grew and built and got a great reputation, developed great relationships with um, the manufacturers and you know the Kaisers of the world, the American Barbell, the Life Fitnesses, the Precores, the Cybex, the mm-hmm. you know uh, brands like that. Talk, so we represent a lot of those brands. Primo Fitness is the sole independent distributor and representative for Panata. Panata is the oldest manufactured equipment in the world, out of Italy. A point of reference is for its technical innovation, style and emotion, you know, the mission to design and make the aesthetically pleasing, functional, very reliable, long-lasting and extremely competitively priced equipment for all demographics and populations. Ergonomically and biomechanically, it's incredibly sound and superior to really any other piece of equipment I've been on and some of the most respected and admired bodybuilders have been on. They take such incredible pride in their design with, um, within their mechanical department. You know, it's equipped with all these manual weld-in stations and, you know, three-dimensional robot weld-in, mechanised production centre for counterweight, you know, for the drilling and the cut-in. Um, just they go to great lengths 
to produce the very finest equipment along with um, incredible upholstery. So um, just an amazing brand and um, truly have a, a lock on the posterior chain um, glute hamstring market. They have um, some pieces that are, that are just absolutely unique and um, really separate themselves in that area. Uh, along with many other strength pieces and cardio. So Panata, P-A-N-A-T-T-A, is a brand, an Italian brand that we represent. But um, getting back on track again, you know, it's not going to be easy for everyone to survive this in this business we're in right now, you know, because we're hoping for more buybacks to come back. You know, some, we're doing a lot of 24-hour fitness and, and, and a few of the other clubs going to take them time to decide whether what direction am I going to go am I going to cut my losses and get rid of my equipment now and get some money in immediately or do mm. I hold on to it and try and weather the storm do I put it in a space and you know hold on to it so we're in a holding pattern right now so people are just sort of waiting and seeing what happens in LA for example LA is very very limited to what you can do in a gym they're, 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 it's it's crushed crushed the gym business in California and Arizona closed down for another 30, ta- 30 days as well. In other states, I don't know the climate so as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on there? Got it. So but when you came into this business, and you're dealing with a lot of different stakeholders at, at, pretty much at all times. You know, how was your, uh, your Australian rules football and the fact that you probably didn't have your name on the back of the jersey. You just had a number, you know, and it's very much of a team sport, you know, being in this position here. Because we talk a lot about that, that businesses should be more like teams. Yeah. And we should, you know, approach everything more like we're players on the team. And, you know, there should be a head of player personnel. There should be a strength and conditioning coach. There should be a, you know, offensive coordinator. You know, we came up with all these different terms, but at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of athletes that still want to play. So how do you get your, you know, how, do you, how do you look at business differently, you think, because of your pro sports background? And, you know, what, what, what do you kind of harken back to sometimes? Well, I mean, all the great coaching, the great coaches, mentors in my life that taught me the, you know, the good things, um, the right things. Um, be comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, just suck it up. You know, you're not going to know what it's like, you know, in those final two minutes of a game when there's blood, you know, there's blood to be poured out if you don't do it on the, on the, on the track, you know, in the practice facility building up to that. So, you know, you have that mental mindset of knowing, of of, of knowing that you've been there before going into a a difficult environment, dealing with whoever you're dealing with, with different stakeholders and having that mentality of um you know i call it the i call it the velvet hammer right just 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 um that soft soft kind of persistent clothes not not um i like to leave it with a fragrance and not an odor you know Mm. and not piss the uh and not piss the uh the person off where it's i've got a green light to come back and engage again you know without them saying oh god it's him again but you know in a nice way knowing that I am the best guy for the business and I won't let you down. My word's my word and my yes is my yes and my no is my no and we deliver because the industry is known for, you know, some flakiness and unreliability and move on to the next sale. Right. Um, I, 
I don't know so much about us because we we work a little bit remotely. But then you've got a team behind you at the factory with all the workers and the guys that load the trucks, unload the trucks, extract the equipment, maintain the equipment. But that's the backbone, right? They're doing the grunt work and making yeah. us look make us look good. So the appreciation for your team is critical, and the communication. And you know, we're not better than them at all. We're you know, we just we're we're all together, and we just have different skills. And you know, we do what we do. You know, that's my box. That's your box. And I couldn't do what you're doing. I couldn't right. do what they do. You know, they're amazing. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you know for this industry and. You know, I just hope everyone can weather the storm and, and make it through everyone on all different levels. Yeah. I mean, you make a really good point related to everybody on the team has a different skill set. And, and you actually, if you tried to do, you know, that factory worker position or had a good relationship with one of my soul cycle instructors, and he's like, Yeah, I do the 6 a.m. class and I do the 7 30 p.m. class. And I do three other classes in between. I'm like, wow, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I can play that role. You know, even when I was 24 years old, I don't think I can put in, you know, five hours of live coaching, you know, and then you well, look at the people that are cleaning, you know, you look at the people now that, that, you know, would clean the, uh, the bikes, you know, and typically it's, you know, someone, you know, of, of ethnic descent and, you know, no one understands those were, they were actually probably the most part, most important people in the club, in the studio for the first, you know, 90 days of this year. Right. If they weren't doing their job, you know, you could have gotten this virus. So I mean, yeah. hopefully people come out of this saying, Hey, I appreciate what you do. And like, we got to run a profitable business, you know, to make this work, but you know, a little more appreciation for, for every, you know, person that makes that team work. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So in, in closing here, you know, we, uh, I, I wasn't familiar with your company, so I'm glad we were able to connect. Um, you, got, you got a quote for us that you live by or any, uh, any quotes from back in the day? We like to have a, uh, we like to get some uh, quotes for our library and calendars. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, when one coaches to learn, you know, so, you know, being open, available listening being open-minded um certainly iron iron sharpens iron you know um getting around you know great like-minded people and getting uncomfortable getting around smarter better people training with them getting pushed forced yeah i like it i like it all right great so uh so we'll post up the link on on primo fitness usa.com cam great to have you on Look forward to being in person, hopefully in Southern California. And uh, let's go do some business together. And at the end of the day, we're just trying to get more people on a treadmill or moving or on a bike and getting our life together. So it's all about helping people. So glad to meet you and uh, love what you guys are doing. And we'll be in touch. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great day. Appreciate you and uh, love your energy and your, your involvement and your willingness. It's great. Appreciate All you. Right. We'll Thanks, Kevin. All right, bud. Peace, guys. Stay safe. Later. Take care. Give a shout out to my good friends at com. I want to give you 20% off using the code Halo Talks on the best compression socks on the planet. I've been using them during the pandemic. My field goal kicking 
is further and stronger than it's ever been. Check out these socks. You'll love them. They got an L and an R to make it easy to put on each foot. Enjoy it. Trust me. You'll love them.